Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. So, the white men are still white menning. <laughs> per usual per usual they're shooting up walmarts and bars and festivals churches and, and festivals Walmart. they're People's doing their house. normal their normal consistent yep. shit that white men do anywhere you can think of they're being white terrorists that's what they do. Am I am I wrong? No, you're completely right. It's consistent. It, it, <laughs> if, if they're anything statistics. other than pasty and white, they're consistent. <laughs> right. if, if they're anything else, consistent. And so we are in Texas, so um, El Paso is close to us. Mm-hmm. And um, just so y'all know, I, not, I hope you haven't been living in Iraq or not. If you haven't been, if you, whatever, you should know that, the, you know, the white men are terrorizing us from the, our, our country from the inside out. Right. Right. We, they, they, the face <laughs> of terrorism is brown, Muslim, right. um, immigrant. Exactly. How they treat um, what, Elon Omar. Mm-hmm. They, they right. make it seem like the face is brown. Right. But. We know statistically. 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 Good and white. Say it one more time. It's good and white. Good (laughs) and white. Oh, I don't even like to say good with it. But (laughs) bad and white. (laughs) Exactly. And male. Nasty and white. And male. Oh, it's so funny. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's Mm. very funny because I actually worked in El Paso. and Tornillo, actually, where they shot the Walmart up. See? Oh, wow. I wow. live in the La Quinta, like, right down the way, and those people are so sweet down there. Mm. Wow. And, and Border Patrol is on their ass, okay? Uh, of course. They <laughs> fuck up. In Texas, fucking, they wearing it out. I yeah. just wearing it out down here. Baby, what were you doing there? Um, I worked with BCFS, actually. And what exactly is that for people <laughs> who do not know? <laughs> it is like a, um, it's a government-funded, I would say, corporation or like a um fuck like a 
like they get contracts. So like the man that owns it, he has a contract with the government and like he gets the um the children that are like that come to like the border that wanna be citizens, mm-hmm. they uh like they establish these camps for them to go. And it's it's not like what people seem. It's I'm sure it's it's some stuff that goes on behind the scenes, but where I worked it was it was pleasant. It was, mm, interesting. Yeah. You, work for, you work for ICE, man? No, I do not work for Border <laughs> Patrol. Let me tell you something. If I work for ICE, I would be coin right now. Let me tell you. Them, <laughs> them people, like, they make good money. Like, the man that has, I mean, I know that when I worked, word was around that the government had funded the different camps that's around the border. Like, I think it was like $400 million. Wow. No, 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 no. One camp was funded four hundred and like thirty something million dollars, and that's not like exactly. So don't quote me, but it was so. A if it's a dollar. different type of camp when we when we talking about as a as a matter of fact, wait before Let we get in that conversation. Our guest. Yeah. I'm so sorry, my bad, James. You know where is my manners, Marsha's play? I'm so sorry. So here we have Nia Jade, and this is my guest. She is a local beautician here in well here I'm so sorry. That's so, sorry. A local hairstylist, hairstylist here in Houston. She's done my hair before. Always is a lovely job. And I brought her on the show because she is going to be our guest today. She's going to talk about the experience of being a trans lesbian. Oh, yes. word out. Damn. Yes. <laughs> uh, baby, represent for all the girls. So, oh, actually, goodness. that is a perfect spot for us to do our trans 101. <laughs> Now, you're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic (laughs) for me in this life could be just the So this week's topic on Trans 101 is the difference between sexual orientation and gender identity. Sexual orientation and gender identity have a connection, but they are not the same thing. Sexual orientation is an enduring pattern of romantic or sexual attraction or a combination of both to persons of the opposite sex or gender or the same sex or gender or the both sexes or more than one gender. These attractions are generally boxed into labels such as heterosexuality, homosexuality, bisexuality, and asexuality. Traditionally, those labels are based on the binary. One end of the spectrum is man and male, and the other end of the spectrum is female and woman. Another binary that is quite less talked about when it comes to sexual attraction is a binary between being attracted to masculinity and femininity. Behavioral scientists call this androphilia and gynophilia. The binary, that spectrum, is very limiting. So everybody's sexual orientation does not fit in the cookie-cutter labels that I previously named. Sexual orientation is a complicated, fluid, individualistic concept. 
a concept that is based on natural inclination from the inside and environmental elements from the outside. Throw some hormones in there and you have the basis of an individual's sexual orientation. So now let's talk about gender identity. Gender identity is an internal experience and naming of your gender. Children usually establish their gender identity around like three or four. Gender identity is inherent to an individual's makeup. So they do not choose their gender, nor can they be made to change it. However, the word someone uses to communicate their gender identity may change over time. Naming one's gender can be a complex and evolving matter because we are provided with limited language around gender. It may take a person quite some time to discover or create the language that best communicates their internal experience of gender. Likewise, as language evolve, a person's name for their gender may also evolve. This does not mean that their gender has changed, but rather that the words for it has shifted. So when we talk about sexual orientation and gender identity, they do correlate. But sexual orientation is who you go to bed with, and gender identity is who you go to bed as. So let's say the words together. Gender identity... So the gender that you identify with, it's a label that you give yourself. So let's say sexual orientation. Who are you sexually orientated to, you know, be attracted to? Roll around in the hay. Your gender identity is who you are and your sexual orientation is who you want, baby. So that is this week's Trans 101. Oh, my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community, and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. (laughs) So thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Back to what we was talking about, bitch. <laughs> so now, are, are, is the camp you worked that had kids and on laying on aluminum foil and no, in cages? No, they were not. They were actually in these fabulous bunk beds with Tempur-Pedic mattresses and oh, oh, absolutely. The really? only thing that them kids didn't get was electronics, but they got to call their parents if they had like family here in the U.S. Mm. They were able to call like the whole. People think that like when you're an immigrant and you um and you get caught by ICE, you go back. No, you get caught when you go back when you're an adult. A lot of those kids were I, I'm gonna say falsifying their age because they knew if they were over 
17 or 18 that they would they would have to go back to where they were from mm. and it wasn't just kids from mexico it was kids from el salvador it was kids from um i mean just all, all over central america, america yeah. like everywhere mm. so it, it, it's 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 deep because they i mean by law if you get caught and you're an immigrant and you're underage they cannot send you back where you came from they're responsible for you Mm, so they have the United States, so they have to make sure they take care of you. Well, apparently this administration did get that memo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's different. But see, this is the thing. The contract that I worked under is ran by a guy, and he's just a stand-up guy, period. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's not racist. He's not, I mean, he didn't play. Like, Was he white? He's white. I'm scared. His name is Kevin. <laughs> no, this is the thing. No, this is the thing. If anybody, if anybody had done something to you at work, if you went to Kevin, they would. I'm was talking lit. about to the kids. Y'all had no, a job. But Y'all no, was the working. Kids, the kids were. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If somebody had done something to one of those kids under his supervision, mm-hmm. you out of there, and you would go to jail. Mm, they would prosecute okay. you. I mean, he didn't play. So, but I'm sure it's more of him out there. So I'm sure he's not the only one with a government contract. So how ah. other people run their camps, hey, I don't know. Were you stealth at work? Huh? Were you stealth at work? I'm stealth everywhere I go, child. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, well, they hired a black trans woman, but if you were stealth, they you didn't know. You know, that's the thing. It was a lot of girls that worked. It was a lot of us that worked there, a lot of trans women that Did worked Did people there. know? You know, I don't really know if everybody knew that it was because it was some it was some ladies there that I know personally. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we just kind of kikied on the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know if um, people knew that. I don't think people it, were openly trans there. Okay, was it any kind of protections in the policy for trans? Absolutely, folks? they didn't play discriminating at all. Like, did it was it specifically explicit in the policy? Yeah. I truly believe so. I, I don't believe that. I think that you, anybody could have worked there. And I'm going to say this because I had to bring my high school diploma when I went. Mm-hmm. This is after my name changed. I got my name changed at like 22. Um, my diploma says my dad name. So when the lady, um, when I went to orientation, I had to show her my diploma. And I had to show, bring my old identification card with me. She lost her marbles. Like, oh my God, yes, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> As they oh, always me. give that. Oh, I mean, she went up. Yes, <laughs> Shabay. Yes, God. So, I mean, no, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I think, like I say, I don't know about other camps, but I know that this particular camp, the supervision that we were under, any type of discrimination, it just wasn't tolerable. Okay, good. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, I hope. Well, I'm uh, totally against fucking with immigrants at I all. Am too. Let them come. Let Period. them come over here and get this American dream that you motherfuckers Period. promise that you motherfuckers has built this country. On. <laughs> Y'all supposedly. said supposedly it was an American dream, and coming here and building a life for yourself is a part of the American dream. Statistically, the not to be off the path, but statistically. In America, the next mass shooting is supposed to happen in like two more days. Oh, basically. How the rate is going. Mm. Anyways. Wait, where's this coming from? We need to know. Well, that's... Uh, we know it's coming. It's not. They ain't making no. They ain't changing no laws. They ain't, they ain't doing baby. no time. Watch the Simpsons. I'm gonna watch <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> they always got the team. Simpsons right. always got the team, baby. Right. They told us about the Twin Towers, Trump. Girl, get into it. So I want to talk about 
Original Plumbing, which is a trans male center magazine. Um, they've been going since 2009. It's their 10-year anniversary. Um, I have a book here in my hand, actually, with all their different prints and interviews and questions. And I think it's really dope. I've heard about it before. I, it's actually a lot of porn stars on here that I've noticed. <laughs> it's not a lot, a lot, but what I remember. I no, I mean, like, the some of the trans men porn stars. So <laughs> oh, I thought it was out. dope. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I remember them. Okay. So <laughs> I, I actually bought that book at the Philly Trans Health Conference because, you know, when I go to conferences, I take about $100 to support vendors every time I go. Right. So if That's you have fine. things that, um, if you are you somebody that I recognize, you somebody that I think you're doing good work, I try to support you financially. So I, it's usually about $100 and I'll go and spend. And that's one of the things. I bought some um, trans earrings. They were cute from this oh, lady. Can I see? I'll, I'll show them to you when oh. we get done recording. Um, I bought the original plumbing book because I've been, they launched um, in 2009. And that was a year after my YouTube channel started. And so um, they have been around just as long as I've been around in regards to the internet internet mm-hmm. thing. So I thought they were super, super amazing. And the book has a foreword by mm-hmm. Teek Milan. Oh, that's sickening. Mm-hmm. Question. So. When you go to, um, like, trans conferences, are there only the vendors there? Are they... Is everybody trans? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, most of the stuff is trans-centered or trans-healthcare-centered. Right. Trans books trans um art but p- paraphernalia um just different things people promoting things that are trans pa- um is that what yeah yeah, yeah like, like, trans, yeah. like yeah. drugs right no, like trans no, no, no. grown oh Lord. no no <laughs> wait actually wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> okay. there is this year at um um, Philly Trans Health, there was a type of like weed based, cannabis based, like bombs, bombs and body care products. Okay. And it's tons of stuff. It's not yeah, just yeah, trans yeah, stuff, yeah. but it's mostly like they sell um, um, packers, they sell mm. binders, they sell. Mm. They don't sell tubs. Gaffs. I'm about to they say, say a good tub, girl. Gaff. One thing about it gaffs. <laughs> Um, it just depends. It just depends on who became a vendor that particular ah, year. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's I, I, I try to support my people. So this will be good for, for like, anyone that is trans or wants to support the trans community if they wanted to get a business, like, off the ground, like, to try to get into these conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, yep. the, and okay. they sell vendor oh, space good. at every every conference from even like when we go B-Tac. to BTAC mm-hmm. they have vendors there selling jewelry selling whatever because they know there are going to be people there for the conference and so they bring mm-hmm. things it's so even I people that go there to do people hair right I'm about to so, say is there anywhere like that you go to see all the conferences where you can't like enter so they all vendor? separate so you can't re- it might be but I haven't ever looked right. so they all okay. kind of promote on their own um, the conferences that I know I love RB Tech. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to go back to Philly Trans Health yet mm-hmm. because, like we talked about last year, it's been kind of co- last episode, um, it's been kind of co opted. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to support them until they get their shit together. But 
you know, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if I'm going to go back, but I always go to BTAC. BTAC is in Dallas, so you can actually um, come with us next year when we go. Um, that's at the end of April every year. So As I out. always invite she her. Always, she always <laughs> invites me. Yes. Yeah. And she always if you've got girlfriends, bring them. Like yeah. the, to, it's for us, by us. Okay. It's, yes. You will love it, Jay. She said she's coming this year. As so I'm going to hold her to it. I really feel, I, it, it's that Southern in me that has me still like that. No, it's okay. Oh, no, I really no, feel do like that. No, don't really? do that. So I had a question, Diamond. Mm-hmm. You said that they had cannabis. Um, Balm, like body care products like, and stuff like that. You know, body care products. This is supposed those. to be about original plumbing, though. Oh, but I'm so ahead. sorry. Well, <laughs> but no, no, ahead, ask, I'm, ask your y'all know I'm a hippie. Um, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, okay, let's talk about original plumbing. So, for me, this magazine is a beacon of of trans masculinity that shares celebrities in on the trans masculine side of um, the spectrum. I think it's an amazing um, publication because that counters the spotlight that the trans women get because, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of, you know... I don't think Exploit it's intentional. the fuck out of y'all in a weird other yes, way. Yes, I'm glad you said that because I wasn't about to say that. Uh, I was about to say they kind of hog the spotlight, but they it's it's not really our choice to do it. It's because of the bigger picture of, you know, objectifying women that I think that we get the spotlight more often because it's more sensational for a man to go to a woman than a woman mm-hmm. going to a man. Oh, the Maury and Jerry Springer team. Yeah, so I think it's more sensational. So this particular publication... Um, is dedicated to spotlighting the trans masculine. Um, they even got Jenny Monk in there. It's it's cool how inclusive it is. Like it even has the story of like Kai mm-hmm. Peters. It has Kai Peters in there. Yeah, I see Marsha P. Johnson in there. They talk about all trans stuff, but right. like the cover boys are yeah, the yeah, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> trans men are censored. Right. Exactly. I love it. So original plumbing was created by Amos Mack and Rocco. I can't say the last name. Cayados, Cayitos, Cayados. And it, like I said, it was published um, in. Two, it started in two thousand and nine. Um, it has issues available. We're gonna put the link in the bottom so you can check it out. It was born in San Francisco. It expanded to, it was, it started like as a magazine, but it expanded to like apparel. It expanded to like events that centered like trans masculine community and all that kind of stuff. They are a really small team. So don't, it's a, it's a growing, it's a growing thing. And, you know, because we are trans and because we're a specific niche, you know, there's a lot of businesses <laughs> uh, ain't been around for 10 years. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, especially online stuff, so um, mm-hmm. magazines and stuff like that. So, I'm just so proud of them. I'm proud of them creating a space for our brothers and um, even some queer folks and non-binary folks. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to give them a shout out and show them love on their 10th anniversary is 2019. Yeah, You know, nice. I, I'm so proud of y'all. Thank y'all for just doing the work that y'all do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really well put together. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's and beautiful. that book. It's very, like, this book is nice. Yes, that book. <laughs> like, it was, the the editing people are, um, 
the feminist press, they are the people who um, publish the book. Mm-hmm. So they are a nonprofit, so they doing really, really great work. So I bought the book because I thought it was amazing, and I've, and I've been seeing them around, so I wanted to make sure that I was supporting them. Okay. We love yeah. it. Really, yeah, this book is nice. Even if you're not, like, into, like, things like this, like, mm-hmm. this, the book yeah. itself and, like, just... It, it gives will you make tons you read of information. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're you curious it. and learning, and they're all about education and inclusivity, and you, want you know, some eye candy. Uh, you want some eye candy? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you want to see some, some eye? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then that's then that's your Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> So, lesbian and trans women in the USA are more likely to have lower cancer survival rates, according to this new study. The study was published in the journal of, called Cancer, found that women who are sexual minorities or have uh, outlining gender identity are more likely not to have health insurance, not to have a personal doctor, to avoid medical care due to cost and be without an annual medical visit. So those are some of the reasons why we are more marginalized Mm -hmm. and why we have lower survival rates when it comes to cancer. So I wanted to bring that to the table because that's something that we share. I thought it was more of like a medical thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I know that like with taking like um, testosterone blockers, I know with like people that are like genetically born male is that a lot of our um bone marrow like it's kind of protected like by the testosterone that we have in our bodies Mm -hmm. so like with blocking it it like weakens our bones so it makes us more Mm -hmm. prone to bone cancer yeah that's true and other types of cancers and like prostate cancer and things like that because we don't have anything like feeding the natural organs that we're born with but i don't know also, no, that's a did you know? <laughs> okay, I just no, really felt also, like that. And no, also that taking okay. taking too much estrogen, what people believe, I know this is what I believe. I want to, and I know other people that believe this too. Bitch, my what, what people th- yeah. get pickled, darling. Exactly. <laughs> the girls feel like taking more moans get them pickled, but actually, what your body does when you produce too much estrogen, when you have too much estrogen in your system. It turns into testosterone, baby. Yes. And you think you wonder why that beard is not going away. You are too mauled out. You need to have a certain level because your body says, Oh, you produce too much of this, girl. And right. oh, we're gonna flip it on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so do not take go to the doctor if you have insurance. Um, but even if, if you don't and you're doing black market, don't think that like taking them on, take, taking over abundance of money is helping you because it is not. And you Make do sure not that you have are to doing... have insurance to go to the doctor. They no, have you don't. Plenty of free clinics. Yes. Plenty of free clinics that Avenue you can go to. Avenue 360, like now, one of the main. Now ones. you're talking for a place of privilege because you're in a major right. city. <laughs> you're in a major city. Certain certain places don't have healthcare that and free clinics that you can go like to. Like Waco, Texas, baby. Yes. Right. They tell you. I got you. Oh, darling. Oh, Sealsby, yeah, where that. my people from, exactly. Baytown. <laughs> so if you have, if you are in a major city that has a, a trans stronghold that have built the infrastructure to really help us out, then yes, you can go to free clinics and get on your moans and do what you need to do. Um, and usually at those clinics that service trans folks, they have been trained by people so you don't have to worry about um, the medical care that you're going to receive there. Um 
Now, as far as like insurance and all that kind of stuff, you know, this is why when we talk about going out and vote, when we talk about politics, politics are important to us. Politics are important to the people who are on the fringes, who are on the margin, because when they make these fucked up ass decisions, we are the first people that it affects. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. It's life or death. The the, the community that can't protect themselves the most right on out, and Mm -hmm. then then it's a lineup. So after the the trans people that go for the gays, and after the gays that go for the people that's underneath... Uh, the the all the minorities, darling. It's always in sync with you. Do y'all? How do you? Uh, I know Z. You have a primary doctor, right? Yes. Yes, Mia. Don't you? I do. And which my my primary care provision uh, care physician is uh, Dr. Natalie Vanek at the Montrose Clinic um, mm-hmm. Call Legacy. Right. Do you have a primary doctor? Yes, I do. Uh, which I don't remember her name right now, <laughs> but it's at um. <laughs> But no, I've been going to, um, it used to be Hex, now Avenue 360. Mm-hmm. Um, I see, no, I actually see Dr. Sharon. Why did you stop going to Hex? No, 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 no. It's the, Avenue Hex 360 is, is Hex. Okay. They, they, like, they expanded. Okay, good. And became Avenue 360. Okay, okay good. I've job. been going since they had just the little desk sitting in the middle of the floor. <laughs> okay. Wait, uh, on Kirby? <laughs> no, it was, it was on um, West 18th. Okay, so I've been fucking with Hacks since I used to work for them. I've okay. been fucking with Hacks since they was on Kirby. See, before I they moved to see Miss. See, I learned about Hacks from my aunt Quinn. Oh, I, I, Quinn is my sister. You know Quinn? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my aunt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is my. Listen, I found yeah, out about I love that's Quinn. who put me on. Well, not like put me on them, but like really showed me like, look, this is where you go. So Houston area community service now called. Area, Avenue 360. Yeah. They provide services here in Houston. So make sure that um, I know I, I used to go to Hacks for my primary care. Now I'm kind of shopping for somebody else because um, they kind of, I like when they were on Carby because that was close to me <laughs> out in Seamus is a little bit farther out. Um, but I'm looking for one and I've been, I've been getting recommendations, but um you know, I'm I'm on the search now, so I'm glad that y'all have primary care physicians that y'all can go to. Well, um, how do you pay for it? Well, I go to my primary care physician Monday, and if you want, you can tip through. They have an eligibility office, mm-hmm. and um, um, if you if you don't have if you're not employed, they have a program where you only have to pay twenty dollars to see the doctor. Mm-hmm. And your um your hormones, if I'm not mistaken, it's. V- it's legacy in because it was it was hex before they turned up in the three sixty but legacy and um hex they're kind of like what and what I'm gonna say mm-hmm. I feel like they're funded through the same people mm-hmm. but just um, presented differently okay because okay. I know legacy I use Walgreens as a pharmacy mm-hmm. yeah I think Avenue, they do too they do no they use I'm not mistaken, Legacy. It's CVS. it's CVS or Walgreens, yeah. one of those major one of those major corporations. But I know that Avenue Three Sixty slash Hex, they um they always they has always they have always had their own pharmacy, which makes the prescriptions cheaper. I'm not right? gonna say cheaper because it's still on the sliding scale. Right, but at Legacy, they say the in-house pharmacy is cheaper. Than right, the outside. but then I don't want the people to think that what what we're talking about is still it's just for trans people. It is for no, any right. type. Yes. Of you know physician that you may be looking for pediatrics, older people. Yeah, because they 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 it's not just trans folks yeah. in their program. It's right. cis women, it's, it's men, it's gay men, it's trans women. They have a really 
360 program yeah. for their particular thing. It's the all more, around. Yeah, and the more that they grow, they um they actually add on people to contract through. So like they have a dentist, they have a therapist, yeah. they, they have, have housing, they have housing, they have grants housing that can get you a place to stay for trans people. Yes, for trans and not just trans for cis women. Everybody. If you have children and yeah. you and you can go there, I think that I know you got to go to Beacon first because uh-huh. you got to go to Beacon first, and Beacon kind of sends you to who has mm-hmm. the funding to be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need housing, definitely go check out Beacon and they can send you to wherever they need you. But I know Hacks definitely has one. Um, One of the reasons why um, it's really important for us to have a primary care physician is because when it comes to cancer, since we're talking about cancer and being susceptible to cancer and the survival rate, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons is because early detection of cancer in your body is a big qualifier to if you survive or if you're not. So yeah. if you wait in and you're not going to the doctor and not getting checked out, then you could by the time you fit, by the time your body tells you something is wrong, it could be too late. And so one of the reasons why we don't have a high don't have a um, high survival rate is because, you know, we don't go to the doctor. We don't um we don't have the insurance. We're scared. We don't we don't know how they're going to treat us there. So make sure that if you are a, if you're running programs and services for trans folks or lesbians, make sure that you know how to handle your particular client. There are books, there are trainings that you can buy. I actually provide them. (laughs) So you can actually um, hire people to come and train your service, your service provider, so they can do what is right for their clients so we can have a higher survival rate. Yes. Absolutely. And um, with... With the article that Diamond was talking about, the cancer survival rates lower for lesbian and trans women, Dr. Ulrike, it's it's U-L-R-I-K-E, he said, our study shows that sexual minority women suffer from poor access to care and that, that this is linked to worse quality of life. That That adds to the things that... We, we already know. We already have against us as minorities, as black trans people, as black people in general. But I think that's something that we've been dealing with as far as uh, as far as healthcare is concerned. If if I'm um, if you don't mind me saying that, but Z Z's one of Z's ex friends just found out that they had leukemia. Aww. So it's it's very important. Like Diamond said, to make sure that you're you're doing those tests, even though you don't, even though you feel fine, you just never know, you know. Right, and just to add to the statistics, so you know, when it comes to the men, of all sexual orientations, of all things, their their rates are rather common, like it's rather average across the board. So um, as that's far why, as, getting cancer? as far as cancer survival rates, it's kind of average across the board for the men. And one of the reasons is because of what um, Jay talked about earlier in regards to how their body works and how their body reacts to cancer. Mm-hmm. So that was my subject. First and foremost, how are you doing? How's your day going? I am. Today has been not even a full day. I think I woke not up yet. at like 12. Uh-huh. I went to the yeah. salon. Um, and yeah, you know, kicked it with a friend or two. And Hey, what chilling. kind of friend? A friend, a lady <laughs> friend. <laughs> like okay. making a stay, and that's my friend. Yes. <laughs> you having a hot girl summer, darling? Girl, I'm having a flaming fucking summer. Uh, yes, as it ma'am. should be. As yes, it ma'am. should be. So, as 
as you know, I do have a couple of questions prepared for you. And I'm ready. I've yeah. been waiting, okay? Since Give last year. Don't play with me. <laughs> so, my first question to you is, it's, it's a basic one-on-one question, but okay. uh, not really one-on-one for us. Um, when did you know that you were attracted to women? Ooh. At what age? And how did you deal with that? Well, you know, I like, I've always liked women, period. Um, I actually stopped liking them when um, I came out as um, gay, when I was still, you know, who I... Wh- 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 transitioning? Yeah. No, before. Mm-hmm. Prior. Way, before prior, prior to transitioning. Yeah, okay. Prior to transitioning. And then for a while, I was in a gray area. I had no idea what I should and what I should and, like, what I what I would like today. Did you feel did you feel like you because you were whatever the issues or your dysphoria or whatever in particular it was, did you feel like you had to fit a particular norm? Because now you're coming out as gay man, did you feel like you had to fit this norm and so you liked the men? Right. I did. I felt like I had to like guys. And which I did, I always thought the guys were attractive. So I did. I had a boyfriend. We tried to have sex and I was like, Oh, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when you found out oh girl no, no that's when oh. I realized that okay you know what sexually I'm a chill cause I had never <laughs> cause I had never had I had never had sex with a woman I was still a virgin mm-hmm. and uh, for a while I, I mean I'm still a virgin too yeah I, oh wait hold on wait a minute hold on <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so oh, wait, no, hold on. I need to ask this. Uh-huh. So I hear this a lot in the cis community. I've I've had women say, Oh, you ain't had no pussy before, so you're a virgin. But I'm like, I've had some dick, so that I I'm not a virgin. But y'all consider if you ain't had no pussy vagina. Okay. Oh, well, maybe a virgin to woman. We'll yeah. Okay. A virgin okay, to woman. Okay, specifically. Because would you be considered a virgin? Well, see, you know Definitely what? Definitely not now. But you know what? Since I am tra- <laughs> since I am trans, I try not to say a virgin to women. Because first of women. all, that's a, that's a social concept. Yeah. I, so. I, yeah, I just want to say a virgin to just maybe like Jonathan. <laughs> Like a vagina, fuck it. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I had never had vagina before. Now my, but prior to transitioning, I had girlfriends that I loved. Might I add? But um, I went through like a gray area. I hung, I hung around nothing but lesbian women. All my friends were studs. All my friends were femmes in the lesbian community, and I just never knew what I liked. I, I felt left out for a long time. And one day I was sitting in a Biggie Y'all's on stage. I was like maybe 17 years old. <laughs> and um, it was, um, they were doing the shows. And when was, it was downtown on Chartres? Uh-uh, Char- uh, on Commerce. Commerce. That's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. other street is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Commerce. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, mm, I'm just trying to figure out. I got my freestyle praise me and child. Word. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm 17, you know, I'm pushing through high school with braids in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting there and um, a stud came out on a show. And I don't want to say her name. Her name was AD. <laughs> what she look like? She was really, she was real short, but I didn't really care about height then. Mm-hmm. Um, she was real short. She had a top and bottom grill and she was just everything. And I was like, okay, that's what I like. Because a big girl. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's it, darling. 
Because Baby. I want to say I had that kind of experience. <laughs> I'm not a trans lesbian. <laughs> but I remember to going to Big Yo's, and there, there is always this tall, dark-skinned gr- stud that is there. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, I think I know who you're talking God. about, too. Did she have the- when I saw her, I was like, if I was to mess around with a cis did girl, she- that would be the one. Because she, she a- was fine. Did she had a... I'm not gonna say slugs. That's so ghetto. You know. I'm like, I don't know. Ain't nothing wrong with she a bandy cunt because I'm the bandy cunt. She had the slugs in like the top and bottom. I think, but she I'm, tall. She I'm, tall and dark. I know who you talking about. Oh, I believe that's so black. Funny. Was she skinny? Oh. Skinny. At the time, yeah. she was skinny. I know. She had but she done gained some weight. Yes. yes. Oh. Oh, I know was, exactly who you're talking about. She was, she's and so yes, fine. I, yes, and juice I'm box. sorry, babe. Y'all know juice box? That thing no. was juice box from DC. Oh, they would bring yeah, juice box thing. down. You don't know, babe. They would bring you know, juice box down from really DC know. as you one know, of the You know what's so funny? Because when we was like, I was like 18, maybe like 19, my friend, I don't forget this night, we went to Yo's. It was like a lot of us. And juice box, they came down to do a show. And she had like, she had like, Walk past me and my friends, and I was like, Oh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she picked my friend, she picked my best friend, Shaymon, and she just, baby, they had cut up on that. Oh, baby. On the, the floor when they baby, took it to the middle of the floor. Let me tell you something, baby. The memories that I got in y'all's. These, y'all's was man, that bitch, baby. Okay. Y'all's was that I was, I was, I was too young to get to explore it. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> baby I heard I'm, about it, though. How old? Oh, how old are you? Twenty three. Really? Yeah, so he was young, young. Stop it. Yeah. You twenty three? Yeah, I turned twenty three, man. Girl, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Are you gagging? <laughs> yeah. Wait. So, so good. I'm not a cougar. I'm not a cougar. <laughs> so continue. So you you you, you know, sparked your interest. Yeah, that's wow. when I realized, you know, well, like that's what I that's what I enjoy. Like I feel like that's what I that's where I'm supposed to be, you mm-hmm. know, because in my mind, people, I mean, in my mind, I never felt like I was supposed to be born a woman. It's very weird. Mm. I didn't feel like that. You, you know, like I'm supposed to be born trans. <laughs> that's sickening. I think that's I just sick. feel like I didn't know where what I was supposed to be. I just mm. did whatever was comfortable for me. I never had any like my family. They never shunned me, you know, because I wasn't having it. You know, I feel like people play with people that they can play with. I didn't play with my mom and them. I didn't. <laughs> um, you know, it was given like, I mean, girl, if you ask me if I'm gay and girl, you feeling like you about to put me out, bitch, we all getting out. <laughs> <laughs> we all leaving this motherfucker. <laughs> you not leaving here, babe. I'm fucking, I am tearing the house up. I had made up in my mind early on that if I decided I mean if they asked me what was my sexual preference and they thought they were going to turn it on me I was going to turn it as well. No, baby, you was ready. So I was ready. But it happened different for me so I never I just did what I was comfortable. I wanted I wanted kinky twists, so I got them. Then I wanted freestyle, so I got them. Then I felt like I wanted a, I wanted nails. I wanted long nails with a hump in it. I will eat claw for a long time. Girl. Shout out to Angie's Nail Shop on Mr. Nail. And Brandon and them. <laughs> I felt like I wanted nails, so I got it. You know, I felt like I wanted to wear tight clothes, so that's what I did. And you know, it just kind of happened for me. It wasn't anything that I set up and dreamed about. Maybe, like, now, like, 
now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe I did dream about it because I was the, I was the little, you know, the little boy they put the. They put the tape on his the hands and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, took the white out and did a white tip. Girl, I hate a white tip to this. Oh, I hate a white tip. Oh, I think Come French. Come French. Tip, ooh, Everybody French, started with a French, ooh, baby. I think a French tip is the most god-awful thing you could do to a Soulful, baby. And I'm sitting over here with a full butter French tip. <laughs> So, you know, that's just how it happened for me. Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I kind of did what I felt was comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so for me, woman was comfortable. Femininity was comfortable. Hair, nails, just the walk of a woman, hips, butt. So when did you start identifying with the trans identity, though? Um, I was like 19. Okay. When I understood what trans was, because I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I had got backed up into a corner. And um, I was getting ready to, like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to be a man. I don't want to do this. I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And then um, I met my ain't queen. And then uh, um, I got on hormones. Well, no, it was before I met her. My mama was like, well, my grandmother, because she raised me, she was like, well, you know what, I get patches for my... uh." Uh, for my high flashes. Come on, grandmama. She said, she say, so if you give me a little money, she said, I'll give you the patches. So she did that, and then Good she started God. giving me her primum that they was giving her for her imbalance. Mm. And so I was taking them at, like, HRT, baby. at like 19. And then... Um, nipples, got, start, nipples starting getting big. Yeah, Damn. you know, I was taking primum for a while, but um, I wasn't taking blockers. And then I met my aunt Quinn around like maybe 20. Mm -hmm. I was No, I was 20 when I met her. And... um. You know, she took me to Hacks, and that was it. As it should be. That was it. And yeah. then, not, so maybe like 19, 20. What were the biggest response differences in coming out as trans versus coming out as lesbian? You know, responses. I think the only, did I really pay attention to the way? motherfuckers is gonna view me. <laughs> Clearly not. You know, I don't really know. You know, I don't really think I ever paid. I think the most me paying attention is like when I started to really see a change in myself. Mm. But the responses, it was just kind of like, you know, like they rolled with it. You know, I well, I felt so like the world, like everybody that I was around rolled with it, but they didn't. Um, and then lesbian, you know, the the whoever I brought around, you know, my family and friends, they just kind of, you know, they kind of just roll with it. They were very every. I can't say I was blessed as blessed to have everyone around me not question what I did. So when I started dating studs, it wasn't really like this. It wasn't taboo because in their minds, they felt like I was doing quote unquote the right thing. Uh, your See what I'm saying? Yeah, they felt like I was doing the right thing because in their mind, I was still a man. Right. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it made it very like. Okay, cute. So, okay. Yeah. If for, in their minds, mm -hmm. oh, well, you going to heaven because you still dating what? women. They, they can see that but about y'all too. They, yeah, but they, they do. do say they that. Do. Z's father says that. So, but <laughs> do you ever have that conversation with them like no I'm I'm not a woman I'm not a man right I'm a woman and so we're in a lesbian relationship this is not a heterosexual relationship and when you do explain that to them what's what's most of the rebuttals that they're more accepting or do they pay it I feel like 
it doesn't matter what I say. They still going to feel how they feel. So if I'm like, well, you know, no, I'm a woman. Like, I'm a lesbian, you mm. know? And then they go into the questions like, well, how do y'all have sex? And I'm mm. like, oh, wow. Mm. I mean, girl, I got it. I'm going to use it. Stop playing with me. And it should be. Because that's just what it was. Had I been born with a vagina, that's I would have been getting my pussy leaked. I don't want you thinking <laughs> that... I don't want you feeling like just because I wasn't born with one that make me less lesbian mm. because I, I I like women and I'm a woman. Right. Period. Yes, ma'am. So you know? it, it, it takes me, it kind of makes me ask the question for all of y'all. Like who, how, I know the answer to this for myself, but who gets to say what a lesbian is? Mm. Tariffs. No. They think. No one. Yeah, I, I don't think, think that the the spectrum of what a woman is is very very broad, especially when you when you stop thinking of the standards of what the United mm-hmm. States considered is. If you if you venture outside of that to different countries, there are things that women do in the United States Let's that the not women say United States. Let's say white people. What? <laughs> Say what white people think if you go outside what the standards of what white people have always said, then you'll see there's more spectrums that people of color have brought. Mm, okay. Yeah. I agree, but my point was as far <laughs> as the the United States is concerned, that a lot of um a lot of things that the women do here, the women outside of the country may may say, oh, no, you're not a woman because women are, don't do this. Women are supposed to do this. So I think the spec the spectrum of what a woman is very broad. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't... I, <laughs> That's what you this, I, I, when when kind of researching this topic, I've seen a lot of responses. So when I research, I, research stuff, I kind of look at how people are reacting to certain posts, like mm-hmm. when people say stuff and blah, 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 blah. Um, let me read some of the things that I found. I see you babysitting that drink over there. Mm-hmm. No, I like, sucked on it. You don't I want just, to. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Just, it, this is my drink. Don't you get yours? Did you oh, drain her? I'm so sorry. Uh, Did you drain her? I didn't drain her. <laughs> I, I like to sip. I like to sip and slowly. Okay, lady. <laughs> we are doing the show, and I don't want to be fooled on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things is, there was a lesbian who said um, this. She said, I'm not attracted to penises. That's sort of the crux of the whole lesbian thing. I don't care for penis. So um, even if it happens to be belong to a woman, I don't want to play with it. So, and this is in response to somebody like saying that they are transphobic because they don't date like trans women. The lesbian women don't date trans women. But I also would want to ask you, in that regards, do you date trans women? Because if trans women are women, and you're a lesbian, do you date trans women? I want to answer her question. Her question question first. Mm -hmm. My ex-girlfriend thinks she like penis either. But moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you change that, darling? (laughs) Well, I didn't change anything. I just think that she she was so fixated on what she felt like a woman should be and what a woman had to be. The boxes. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think she really had ever thought outside of the box. So I think when she got with me and really. Explored. Like, right. Explored. And then like found a real love for me. It was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, what? whatever you got, we work with it. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot of times when you're exploring outside of the box. And I don't know if 
that person was ever straight before. I don't know if they've ever like dated men before. Maybe they mm-hmm. haven't. Maybe they did. But a lot of cis women do it all the time when they prefer <clears throat> when they prefer a larger size man and then they get a man that's more smaller you don't realize that that's you how you had already set a standard for yourself so mm-hmm. when you fall in love with that man and in your mind that dick is big to you but it really wasn't <laughs> <laughs> baby that's what and what <laughs> okay mm-hmm. so but what, what was the question again? what what do you if you feel like trans women are women, do you date trans women too? Since you're a lesbian and trans women are women. You know, I have an attraction to all women, even trans women. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do anything with them sexually because I just don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not attracted to f- more feminine women. Mm-hmm. You get it? I like mm-hmm. more butchier women, period. Oh, so, right. Yeah, that and so sense. my best, it's so weird you ask me that because my best friend just asked me a question last week. She said, so what if you meet a trans woman that's a stud? I say, you know what? There are some. <laughs> and they I are. Say, you, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, what if you meet a trans woman that's a stud? I'm like, well, if I don't, I mean, that's just, we don't have to just go for what we know. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I see her... Uh, and she giving me what I like to get, what I what I feel like I I enjoy. Hey, look. Yes, guy. So, okay, is there like okay, is would there be a certain t- type of look that you go for when you when you date quote unquote studs? Is there a certain mm. look? You know, I like a fade. Like mm-hmm. a fade. Okay. I love. I I like. I like a haircut. I like dreads too. I enjoy dreads, but you know, from more so, it's an energy that I vibe with. You know, I have to like your energy, cause I've met studs that I like appearance wise, and I just didn't like their energy, cause they was giving more of my energy. Yeah, Yeah, they was giving more feminine energy than what did anything, and I get it. They were just giving a stud look. They was was just giving a stud illusion. (laughs) (laughs) So, so a softer stud, a soft, a a stem. But no, because I think when people look at stems, I think they looking at just the illusion. Mm -hmm. Because I I have some stems that I serve as actually clients. So stems are. Studs that are film, right? <laughs> so stems. Well, they fluctuate between mm-hmm. dressing feminine yeah. sometimes and masculine. But okay. you could also mind be being fluid, right? Gen- yeah, just yeah, a little non-binary. Yeah, no, right. That's kind of yeah. what a stem is. <laughs> right. But you can still have our data stem if you just have that certain type of energy. I don't know. I just I haven't been attracted to any feminine women at all. Mm. Um. It just depends on that energy. I don't right, know. so that's why it's not because trans women are not on the table. It's because they don't give you the masculine energy that they that you need, that you're attracted to. Yeah, then, okay. and that's it. And you know, with me being lesbian, you know, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. I become very dominant in the bedroom mm-hmm. a lot because I don't necessarily, you know, lesbian women, they, I would like to say they flip-flop. You know, a lot of films, they like to think that they're like just so feminine, but no, they get in the bedroom and they turn it. Right. I've seen like this this wave of this wave of studs. It's like, hey, y'all, y'all need to try penetration. Like, this is actually what's up. I've been seeing like a new wave. I'm like, this is interesting to watch. Well, you know what they need. You know the problem is, I think that they. I thought that was norm. I thought they strapped no, up on a regular. No, 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 no. I no. thought a lot they of they don't get them get They they don't get pen. That's the thing. It's this. It's it's this perception of like I'm a stud. I almost have to like I can't get penetrated like 
But you don't like you're automatically you coming out of the closet to go right back in. Right, jumping out of a box to be in a box. Yeah, that's right. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But we it's, were talking about that on the last um, polls review where we were talking about you feel of bottom shaming and how yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah, gay yeah. male culture mm-hmm. they they you know they will shame bottoms for you know taking the man position right. being a bottom blah 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 but they won't shame the tops and da 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 and that's kind of like I'm thinking I think of that in the same kind of um in that same kind of vein where. You putting yourself in like a touch me not with putting themselves in a box, and you know some people I just don't like it, and that's cool. Right. But I, sometimes I feel people haven't explored to know what they like yet. Absolutely, and and I also feel the same way with um, like more studs. I'm gonna just say more dominant, the more dominant woman, um, the more dominant woman like carrying like children, like bearing children. You know, I'm not. I'm not against anything, but I've always been, I'm, and maybe it's because I am trans and I can't carry ju- carry children. I just always felt like it was very close-minded to like say like, oh, I don't want to carry no kids. Mm-hmm. I ain't having no kids. I ain't doing. I'm like, well, girl, you want to play stepdaddy, girl? You ain't gonna. I mean, you you want to be a man? <laughs> I could take you where you want to be. You, you, I could take uh-huh. you where you. I mean, I could if that's what you. If that's really what we trying to like, if you feel like. That makes you more closer to being male, not having children. Then I feel like we should do that. But I feel like we should be open to all spectrums. If you're just a woman, period. You mm. have a vagina. Like I feel like children should be for anybody that can carry them. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think. I think if you choose, there's women who choose. I don't want kids. Like like Kimberly Foster from Fort Harriet. I know. Um, Oprah. Queen. Queen. Even Queen from yeah, Queen, Queen and Jane, she's like, Jane. I don't want fucking kids. <laughs> there's, there's women who don't yeah. want children. Right, I, I'm Angela Bass. I mean, she wants children. She had a, she had kids, but she had a child or kids. I don't know how many she has, one or two. But I know that she um that she got in a surrogate. But just the for you to be just, I feel for you to just be closed minded to the total idea of it mm-hmm. because you are a stud. I just oh, I've never agreed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of AFAB people who d- that make that that decision, and there are a lot of AMAB people. And uh, uh, AFAB is um, assigned female assign, at birth. Assigned female at birth. AMAB is assigned male at birth. Okay. And there's uh, there are some AMAB people who decide that they don't want to have children mm-hmm. as well. But I'm I'm I I'm with you. Like I feel like if you have the stuff to do it, just do it. And but maybe you know, everybody me. has their own, you know, it's your prerogative. Maybe that's, that maybe that's me being biased because I can't bear well, children. Yes, yes. So you know, that's maybe it. that's me putting maybe that's that. me reflecting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that's what it is. Because we would think because we I don't think everybody, but because it's something that we cannot do, right. that we'd be like, bitch, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't like, you I, do I that? I get why you right. feel it, but I also know that, you know, it's your body, it's your choice. That's how we, you know, that's what, what we think. So it's yeah. like, you know, I think it is re- d- reflecting, like, what we may want and want to carry. Why wouldn't you want to mm-hmm. do it? But they have their own reasons. So my question is, how do you usually disclose in the dating scene that you're trans? You know what? I'm still trying to figure that out, though, because I recently just got out of a relationship. And so I feel like it was um, I kind of feel like it was disrespectful because I would take extra precaution with males. I do. I am open to dating guys as well. I'm just it's just not my first choice. I don't feel like I want to be married to a man. 
that's just not where I, that's not how I want to raise a family with a man. So you're sexually attracted to men still, but you romantically attracted to women to be in a relationship with them. Right. Okay. I'm, I don't know. Maybe. I know a lot of women that are like that. And a yeah. lot of men that are like that. And I'm that's like the thing. That. I don't, I'm not, I'm maybe, I'm not, you know, Diamond, I wouldn't even say sexually. Okay. I'm, yeah. Just like I think you, I, it's kind of weird. Like, my attraction is, to men is like, okay, am I a bisexual? Because yeah. the attraction is like, I'm bored. Right. It's not even sexual. <laughs> I like the inner, I'm not going to lie. I like just the things of a male that um, women don't naturally get. Like, you know, like height. Um, just like lots of. Like you know the muscles, the just just the the aura of a man, I kind of use them for that. <laughs> but as far as like my day to day life, what I want to wake up to, who I want to be sexy for, who I want to get dressed up to go on, to go to dinner with, it's it's it would be a stud. It would be mm. a woman. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. It is. Well, I I kind of relate to you in that way because like I felt like my attraction to men was kind of weird. Like, when I started to realize it, it didn't really yeah. come to a post-transition when I started to get comfortable. This is actually really common. We get comfortable with ourselves and like, oh, okay, you know what, fuck them boxes, I'm gonna explore a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, I was like, hmm. Like, there were certain desires that came, but like, and then they, I was like, no, this is not but ultimately. I didn't answer your question. Disclose. Oh, how do you disclose? Okay. You know, because I'm dating now, and it's, I am dating like, maybe like three people that I haven't, that don't know that I'm trans yet. Mm. And I don't know if it's like the scare of not being accepted. Mm. I don't know, but you know, I, I listened to um, the, not last week's episode, but the episode before that, mm. and where you was just like, well, you can kind of pick the brain. Yeah. And so I took oh. a few notes from that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so lately I have just was like, do you want kids? I was like, well, like one of them said, well, I don't really want kids, but I know I, I don't want to carry kids. I want my, uh, my spouse to have them. But if it was, if it was a situation where they couldn't carry children, then I would do it. Okay. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. Check, check. I got you. Check. So I haven't, you know, I haven't really, I've had, I haven't had to come out to any type of stud that I talked to because all of my previous relationships are people that I knew from my past. And then okay. we got reacquainted post transition. Gotcha. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you didn't have to disclose. Yeah. So I don't really know where I'm at right now. <laughs> so do you, do you feel more comfortable dating women while stealth versus men? Wait, wait, ask me again. Do you feel comfortable, more comfortable dating women, stealth versus men? <sighs> I feel so bad saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more comfortable dating women, stealth. Okay, and why? Because niggas kill you, bitch. I feel like it's less, I feel like it's less dangerous. Right. Okay. And I feel bad. Because I don't want to underestimate mm -hmm. the very thing that I have become. Mm -hmm. Explain that. Wait. Meaning, like, I have become, like, I, I mean, me becoming a woman and transitioning to a woman. I love the strength of women. Mm -hmm. the Just everything about being a woman. So I kind of feel like I'm betraying who I am by dating a stud because she's still a woman. And pretty much doing something that I wouldn't necessarily do 
with the male. I'm literally battling with that like right now, sitting like mm. sitting here. I feel so bad. Like, because with a dude, you kind of would just come out with it, and with them, you right with the yeah. male. I would, <sighs> baby, look. Them niggas. <laughs> Girl, fuck them niggas. Girl, but you know what? I just wouldn't... It's just certain things that I wouldn't do with a man just because I just... And I think it's. I think it has more to do... It, it's, it's deeper than me just not wanting to do it because I feel like they would harm me. It has a lot to do with just my past and just all kind of daddy issues. Too, I feel like I don't owe them hoes nothing. But... Um, you know, I just, it's just certain things I wouldn't do with a male that I would do with a woman. Maybe it's understanding. Maybe it's compassion. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just things that males don't generally, like, possess. Mm-hmm. You that know, I just feel closer to women. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could just let my guard down, be myself without disclosing that I'm trans. And then when I'm comfortable disclosing that I'm trans, it's like, well, you know, it's something I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And do you- What's this time frame? <laughs> I'm little Diamond I'm literally trying to figure this out <laughs> like you know what I'm saying <laughs> baby I am I'm trying to figure it out I don't know like gotcha. I really don't know I'm literally dating like the people I've been talking to I've been talking to every one of them for like maybe two weeks I'm meeting somebody tonight so hopefully you know depending on how it goes mm. but I'm, I'm I'm sticking with connection vibe do you use like apps and shit to meet folks or just like going out Girl, da, 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 da. all kind of tinder and pof and all kind of things yeah you know P- i actually um i just met someone i just met um a trans guy on pof really i did wait did he list himself as female no did he <gasps> You know Cause, what? Because I did that let at one point. Let me get my goddamn phone. Hold on. Let me look. When I was dating, because like I was still like early in my transition. You know what? So I listed myself I as female. I did not think of that. It said, it said um, F to M, though. But you know what? I never thought to I look. never run, a, run into them on sites. Like, I never run into trans men on sites. The, the most time that I have has been on when they listed themselves as female, mm-hmm. um, even a lot nowadays they're getting more open. So like you'll yeah. you'll see a lot on different dating apps nowadays, but not really a lot, a lot, but like a few. You might run into a few here and there, but it's kind of right. hard to if you don't know what to look. For, nah, that, I'm not gonna say that. Not but to, yeah. if <laughs> sometimes uh. if they have their scars showing in shirt and pictures and stuff, like that's kind of the only way right. you really know unless you know what to look for in trans men. Yeah, cause they, here, let me show you. Because a lot of them be operating stuff. They, they. I usually see them when when I see them. It's on Christmas. When I see him back in the day, Bye. when I when, oh I see him on uh uh Jack. Okay, <laughs> I see him on there, but they really explicitly looking for dude dudes. Yeah, so, you in, know. But I I can say that even for me dating um. He looks really familiar, but he is listed as dating sh- dating somebody that dating someone else that's trans. I know uh, my ex, um, she thought that there was something that she wanted to do. and oh Transition? My, oh, man. I had a hard time. Really? Oh, my God. Really? I had never in my life. I felt like 
I had literally took a step into like how other people felt with me. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah, like I really had to like, I was training myself to say he. I was training myself to not use like a woman pronouns and all kind of stuff. It was really hard for it wasn't hard for me, but it was um Wait, did she transition? No. Okay. So. She stopped like 3 months in. Oh, cuz oh. she did start. She realized Oh, yeah, she started. Ma- yeah. Mm. I want to say her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, she started. And like three months, to, I was giving her the shot and stuff, and it was really hard for me. Not hard in a way like where I didn't accept it, but it was just hard. Like, dang, like okay, I'm in somebody else's position now. It's not me, and I'm not. I'm not the one not giving a fuck what people think. I know that's what Diamond said. Yeah, she don't really prefer for like to deal with like the trans shit. Oh, baby, like. just come already. Come already, <laughs> peace together. Don't. I just, I just, honestly, oh, I can't deal together. with my, I can't deal with my dysphoria and yours too, honey. Right. Not early on. I mean. That's what I mean. I don't, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. me, it's like, God, like, that, that would be the thing. Oh, like, Lord, we, baby, it I is. I gotta deal with your I'm shit. It would be an uproar. <laughs> it would be, it's just an uproar in the home, you know? <laughs> I need my house decent and in order. Okay, I just, <laughs> it's so for me. I could. I. I feel like I. I see guys that I'm attracted to. Like okay, I could say him. You know. But it's. It's already informed. You know. Yeah. So I feel like I'm okay. I don't know if I could do it early on. Mm. You know. I. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's your preference. Yeah, I just, you know, I prefer not to do it. I'm not going to say I wouldn't do it, but um, I just, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm good on it. How was your first experience with a woman, and what did you take from it? Sexually. Okay. Um, my first experience with a stud, I don't know if studs can be hoes. Can they be hoes? Yeah. Anybody can be a hoe. Baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Baby, listen. That thing had I had got on the phone and she just did not believe that I was trans. Cause she just at no in 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 no shape, form, or fashion. She wanted to deal with any type of cisgender, nothing. And I was like, I'm like, no, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm trans, whatever, early on, but I'm trans. She like you lying. You sound too much like fish. I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> she said that? She did. <laughs> yes. She was like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, okay. So, you know, we exchanged info, pictures, whatever. And um, I had never had sex before. I was still, I was 19. And she was like, well, we're going to have sex. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? See, why, why don't mean bitches like this? I don't mean no bitches like this. Bitches try to play me. I, child, when I meet them, they be on some. Uh, when you mean wait, when you mean who? Still women does whoever. <laughs> when they come to me, they on some. Um, it's subtle as fuck. It's never like, "What's up, y'all?" It ain't. It ain't. And I think that's why it hasn't happened for me. Not because I'm not open to it. Um, I I prefer that I not know them. Like mm-hmm. I don't like people who I become friends with. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I I want somebody who has the aggression of a man. Like okay. if they have the aggression of a man, like what's up? Like that. Right. I feel like I I'm like oh I can't weasel out of it because sometimes right. I be sometimes I be, if you give me subtle I will be like see I want I, <laughs> I I run away I wanted to be like that 
I really wanted to be like that with Mia, but I wanted mo- something more. So I was like, let me let me be a little more gentlemanly. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Mia, you have never you've never like you've never like had sex with like a woman. No. Oh wow. Okay, but no, Mia been down though. Like even before Z, me and Mia talked about it, and she right. said she would play if, if the opportunity you would play. came. Okay, right? so but wait, hold on. <laughs> Oh. Oh. This is new. <laughs> I'm about to pull a Mia. This is new. Oh. <laughs> First of all, this is not new. Marsha's play. Um, so y'all have heard this before, and he has to. Um, so y'all heard me say that if I did, uh, I did have a mind frame. If I did have sex with a woman, that I wanted a sex change. Because I, you want to bump pussies. I want to bump pussies. You know well, what? I'm not specifically, but I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the, I wanted the full lesbian experience. Cause that I felt does like not make you less I lesbian. Like, no, but listen, I felt like they wouldn't. They would. I felt like lesbian women would not validate my womanhood without having a vagina. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the experience would be sickening if I had a pussy. So. I was, oh, sorry, a vagina. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so that was my thing. But then I was, I, I ain't gonna lie, I had, I had times where I was like, you know what, I think I could do it. I, I, I would be attracted to femmes. That was, actually, probably, that was actually what one of the lesbians says, the one who was against it. They said, if I dated a trans woman, she would either have a penis or she would have a vagina that wasn't a real vagina, so I wouldn't think it was a real vagina. Right. So... This is what I'm just telling you Wait, what they what? said. This is what that this she would is have what, a penis or she would have a fake vagina. Right. So this is what the said. lesbians respond was when we they were discussing trans lesbians. Baby cat is cat. <laughs> they said Darling. the 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 cis lesbian said that either the trans woman is gonna have a penis or she's gonna have a fake vagina. And I don't want any parts of either one of those. Mm. Oh. That, this is what she said, honey. Oh. Okay, so first of all, nothing is fake about a reconstructed penis. Okay, Ooh, so that, even it, that sounds. Mm. <laughs> but it's that sounds like you broke it or something, <laughs> and then you had when it got it fixed. Yeah, <laughs> like girl, yeah. like she was excited, and then like somebody <laughs> sat on her wrong or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. So, fake about it uh-huh. since I'm one of the girls that do want a pussy mm-hmm. um, there's nothing fake about the reconstructed penis girl that hoe ain't gonna know what's real or not girl you know what she people just talk no I don't I don't I don't necessarily believe that because, you don't think so? <laughs> because this is why if you put a penis a, a man made penis you not about to tell me that I'm not gonna be able to tell the difference from you always penis. give this about the, the sex changes. I, 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 about I, the post-op girls. I know that be full of social. I don't know, y'all. I didn't see some post-op. Hmm. You seen some pussies know. in I person? I seen some. I ain't feeling nothing yet, but... I'm going by just that's my... I've never experienced a post-op vagina, but based on what cis men who experienced vaginas uh-huh. on a regular and who have uh-huh. dated post-op trans you women, know, they say, uh, you can get your nut off, it can feel good, da 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 yeah. but it does not respond and do the same things that a, a cis, well, if anybody, uh, NATO boy. lesbian ain't gonna know that shit. Well, if well, anybody, maybe. she know, if she, maybe. No, if she right. used to dealing you're with right. pussies, she would know the difference in how it's responding. I heard responding. that thing is fully functional. Well, well, like, 
I've had men say the opposite too, like, oh, it's better, it feels tighter, and all these extra things. I think it, I think it really depends on the perspective of the person because I feel like there are some men that are like, oh, I know this is a reconstructive vagina, and I'm going to point out all the flaws about it so I can show you, oh, this wasn't you. This ain't real. This, so this is, yeah, this isn't real. This, this is the real thing. <laughs> right. So I don't. So, so who I listen to when mm-hmm. I listen to somebody's opinion. Mm-hmm. It's somebody that I know. And oh. so we're having a real conversation. We're oh. having a breakdown conversation. It's not just some random person that I don't, like, I'm not trusting their integrity. Right. This is, I'm not going to listen oh, okay. to somebody that I feel like, oh, you could just be shading it because you shading it. Right. Or you, I'm not talking about them. Okay, I'm talking right, about right. people who I literally have sat down and have a, who I'm friends with, who I have a legitimate right. um conversation who I trust their integrity mm-hmm. where they say positive and negative things mm-hmm. about it. This is da 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 da. So I don't want to say, I don't, it, I'm not talking about just a random Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at the comments. I don't know him and he just explained. No, no, no. I'm talking about somebody multiple people who I'm friends with mm-hmm. that this is their experience. Right. And then when I talk to sex changes sometimes they tell me stuff too mm-hmm. that they're like, mm, it doesn't do this but they tell right. me the nuances of a man-made mm. vagina and a, a is that them one. U.S. vaginas? <laughs> oh. I'm just trying to see. I don't know because I heard that the out the country. Well, you know, I do know, and this is like <laughs> I've done my research. Uh-huh. This is like kind of a little fact. Don't quote me, y'all. But um, in the U.S., I believe the deepest that I've like found on record. In depth, it has been like maybe like four and like one third. I thought that. And then the depth that I found for people that have went like to Thailand and stuff, they have gotten like anywhere from like six to seven inches of like depth. And so from what I'm to understand, that's in average of vaginas. It's like five to yeah, seven. Yeah, five or six, da, 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 but da. give me the seven. But the, oh, okay. No, but, and I'm just saying, baby, because I strap or no strap. I mean, I want to <laughs> strap up. So the, but the tea is natal-born vaginas are from five to six inches. However, we do know that vaginas do expand when they they are excited. Mm -hmm. And that is something that reconstructed vaginas cannot do. Right, and that could be that could be a difference in feel, the difference in Kegel muscles, the difference in Bartholin glands. A difference; Mm -hmm. those differences could make a major difference in how it feels in real life. I'm curious now. Have you heard any positive reviews about sex changes? I have. I've yes, I've had positive, and and what it translated to me was yes, it was good enough for me to nut. Yeah, but that's not positive. No, (laughs) that's worse. That's just like, but see, no, but like good enough just to nut. That means that it was just like oh, like some whack pussy. But this is what I think about. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about somebody else getting their nut from the new vagina. Uh Yes. Okay, so now when I think about vaginas, I always think about the person that has got it done. Uh-huh. I never really think about the person that's going to be, like, penetrating the vagina or what bumping or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, 
you know, baby, I feel like as long as you can get your nut. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's all it's, that matters. That is not all that matters. That is not all that matters. I'm not trying to be no biased, selfish girl, <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Everybody's nuts should matter. Right. Everybody's <laughs> getting nuts here. All nuts matter. <laughs> uh, so, in, 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 in my, when I talk of when I talk to people about it, they do. There are some positive rules there. It's like, yo, it was good. It was cool. Yeah. But there, when you get into those nuances, those things can change. The you see, opinion. that's what puts me I've on the fence some... about uh, SRS. Say it again. Mm-hmm. It puts me on the fence of SRS. So I actually, it's weird because I actually want to have sex with someone that has um, that has had like SRS because mm-hmm. I want to see what it feels like. But really? usually, but it's gonna be hard because you tr- attracted to a stud. So how many SRS studs are you gonna run into? Mm-hmm. Trans women I'm, who got a sex change. You know yeah. what? I might take one for you the might. team. No, I <laughs> take one. No, I'm have I, a couple I of. You, I want you to understand that if I think that you're sexy. And you okay. know, depending on how many, you know, Tito's tonic water and lime I didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might, you know. It might I be that might, night, darling. I might fall through. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I might fall through. Accidentally so slip. And, and promise that you will come back and let, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. I actually have, a, I have one of my sisters right now. She's, <laughs> she is like getting her everything together. She's like on her last step, which is money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Close to going to Thailand and actually getting the SRS, and I, feel, I was like, "Girl, will you have? I don't know his name, Doctor Sapporn or Doctor Chetawet. I don't know, you know, but I have the email. I'll let you know after the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I told her, I said, "Girl, we have to get drunk, and you have to let me have sex with you. Oh. <laughs> you have to. Oh my God. I need to know right. what. Yeah, I'm a little kinky. Make it hot. <laughs> I'm a tad bit. I am a tad bit kinky. Just." I'm curious too. Like I, me having I, like I sounded problematic saying a fucking lesbian not gonna know, but I'm like, yo, you got experience with pussy too. Yeah, I'm right. pretty sure you would probably know. Right. But I, I'm curious to know as well. Yeah, really and then and add and add this to it and add this factor. This is a dream of Mia's. Right. To get a sex change. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me knowing Z. <laughs> what do you mean? Come on now. Are you, if there is some differences that are negative, are you going to tell Mia that this is, that she's been dreaming about getting this pussy? (laughs) Are you going to tell her the truth about how negative it is? No, oh, you know what? I have a, gonna, no, you are not. You, wait, you are not gonna bust her the bubble. You're gonna shame the, the devil or not? The way Mia just turned. Exactly. Wait, I you have might. I'm sorry. I'm, um, so, I'm so sorry. I have a question for y'all. It's something that my uh, my ex asked me. She said, "If you, when you get your SRS, because I want, I'm, I want a sex change as well." She said, "When you get a SRS, are you gonna be interested in exploring?" Um, like cis, like you know, cis men. Yeah, yeah, that's she a good is. question. Um, she is. Well, okay. How does it make so, you feel, though? Let me talk about that. We both can talk about that. We've actually had talks about. Yeah. Well, we're pretty. Uh, do you do you want to go there? You want to go there? You okay with that? Well, no. I mean, we we're open Please. to having okay. a threesome with a cis man now. We've had so. one. Right. Right. Okay. It one. was trash. <laughs> 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 It wasn't no good. Uh, it was trash to Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was y'all, trash to me too. 
new. Okay. It was trash. It was trash. It was new. What do you mean it's new? It was trash excited. to you. So wait, tell me. Are we going too far? Are we going too far? Because I have questions. No, it's sure. I'm not. I just gotta make sure Z is. You know, I'm up a book. <laughs> I make sure the mood is right. So l- l- okay, let so. me let. Can I Go just ahead. tell so I can clear whatever okay. I know? <laughs> From what I know about the threesome, I wasn't there. It was not a foursome. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for what I know about the threesome, there was some insecurities that happened. Mm. Okay. And so in the situation, Mia was running with it. Let's wear it out. And it seemed like the dude was more into the fact, into Mia. So mm-hmm. I caught the fish. Right. So you caught, it was. Z was feeling like this is supposed to be a threesome. Tell me if I'm wrong. This is how mm-hmm. I interpreted the story. Oh. This is supposed to be a threesome. And he seems like he's more into you. And right. this is so and this is supposed to be us. This is supposed right. to be a us thing and not a into you thing. So I'm not liking this. And so right. being that Z wasn't liking it, Mia was like, uh, now I'm not liking it no more because right. you're not you're not doing uh, the us thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Okay. Right. I just okay. want to make sure that I'm not putting nothing in this mix that ain't real. No, you're right. <laughs> so no, the diamond got it right, but Mia needed her nut. So period. <laughs> Mia got her nut. <laughs> Now, that's what the threesome called for, the, bitch. We started, bitch. I'm still going, I want called. my nut. The threesome, the threesome calls for you to leave. Well, no, I, didn't even, I didn't even know me and nutty, though. You, what? What? I didn't know you nutty. What do you mean? Wait. I didn't know you nutty. Yeah, this is That's a lie. That's why I told you I didn't. Wait. <laughs> wait. Wait, I mean, no, wait. No, wait. What do you mean you know it? What? I didn't know you nutty. That's all I'm saying. But I told you I did. Girl. Wait, oh, this is new news to you? So wait, did I, I don't want to go in depth about it. Uh, yes. Not? Right, no. yeah, pay it. <laughs> so what was no your way. question? It's paid. Uh-uh, no, wait. No, I didn't what know was your question? I think just the mix-up is that he didn't know you nutted. Why didn't you know? Because I didn't oh. know. I thought we stopped it when you was like, okay, this is late. So wait, 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 wait. Let me ask y'all a question. Oh, she had already came. She already snuck her in. Yeah. Right. I was about to say, it was one of them silent ones. My daughter, as it should be. It was one of them silent ones. (laughs) (laughs) One of them ones you knew you got, but nobody else knew. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. I I had a few of those. (laughs) What was the question? Yeah, I don't even remember. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, they have threw me completely off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so from that experience, because... He wasn't, um, he wasn't into both of us um, right. equally. It made the experience horrible because once I realized that Z wasn't into it, I was kind of like, uh. But then, because I've done sex work, I felt like it was a session. So let me get it over right. with. And from when once I got over it, once I seen that Z was over, I was like, okay. Let's so do y'all this. are open to threesomes, and then y'all are not like y'all are like kind of non-binary when it comes to threesomes. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Like, like um, you see what I'm saying? I would like to with a cis woman. Let me. But okay, the, that's not her preference. Let me tell no, you. and I said if she, if we did have a cis woman, she would have to be as just as pretty as me and have body. Well, I've this is the thing. The reason why I'm asking is because I'm not into threesomes when they are one sided. Mm. Explain that. Meaning, like, if, if if I'm involved with a guy and if if mm. I have a girlfriend at the time, a stud. I'm not into threesomes if you feel like it should just be a cisgender woman. Mm -hmm. And I'm not into threesomes if you feel like it should just be um, a cis man. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be... I I feel like if you're going to be kinky, kinky. (laughs) let's be kinky all the way around the board. Okay. And I'm here for that, too. And 
I, I think me and Z's plight is okay. We have to make sure that we're more secure in our relationship. Yeah. So if we do decide to bring someone else in to play with, that it's not triggering. Yeah, it's not triggering mm-hmm. for us, and afterwards we're not going to get into it because of the session. But that's really that's like that we came to a, a agreement with, right? That's really for me. How does that work? Like with just having like all these different. Because I think everybody has insecurities. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone. Yes, we do. But I know just as being like, I know being trans, it's like, I feel like it's like double the trouble in a sense. I agree. Yeah, this far on top Yeah, of so like, how does that, like, how, like, in what medium do you even meet in? Like, okay, this is who <laughs> we are gonna, like, you know, like, this is the kind of person we gonna bring in. Like, well, I like communication. My mind, yeah, communication. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just sneaky. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just want to sneak around and do what I want to do. Oh, no. We're not doing but, that. Okay, We're not so, And you know what? Poly- That's why I'm single. Well, maybe as you need of a three months today. <laughs> but see, I. I uh, me, okay, so me and Z have been become more open with each other about what we like sexually. And. And instead of of being, we love the same shit. So now that we're figuring out that we like the same kinks, Mm. it's like, ooh. So if we did decide to play with someone else, we know exactly what we're looking for. And having that trisome, which is what it was, it showed us what we needed to work on as a couple if we want to do something like that. And what we will be, and what we will be looking for if we want to do it again. That's actually really interesting. So maybe I should start threesomes early on in my situation. Oh, I don't, I wouldn't suggest that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. That may work uh, for me. I I I mean, I don't know. I'm not a threesome (laughs) person. Like, I, I, no, I want to say. I've never had one. I can't, so I've had threesomes that usually was either a client or just kind of accidental. Like, they just happened because everybody in the situation was open to just exploring. Um, Like, my first incident that was like three people, uh, it wasn't my first incident. That I, the, the first one that I considered a threesome. So I've had a situation where me and my trans homegirl mess with this dude before like it but it was one-sided we was pleasing him it wasn't right. like it was i so i don't even think of that like it was a threesome technically mm-hmm. but my first time with uh, a cis woman i was 17 and there was this girl who was by in high school mm-hmm. and she she didn't come out to anybody but me you know how mm-hmm. trans folks everybody mm-hmm. love to tell trans folks their secrets because mm-hmm. <laughs> they feel like we not go judge right. so so right. she came and told me her tea and so i hooked her up with a girl a stud that i knew and she messed around with her so now once she messed around with her she lived for it she was like okay i'm by i like this i like men and i like women so mm-hmm. we became cool 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 I had a piece of trade over my house. A big, big old dick piece of trade. Mm. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so he he's there and she comes and pops up at my house. She doesn't know he's there, but she comes and pops up at my house. So I let her in. And so um y'all remember that Lisa um not that Nicole writes out, I got what you want. Hey, uh, got, got what, what you need. need. Yeah. So <laughs> I played that and she got up and started to dance. Like stripper dancing and doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. Because this was my friend, 
I didn't feel no kind of way. Like, I felt like if it was somebody else, I'd be like, bitch, you trying to show out. Like, girl, get the fuck out. <laughs> but because this was my friend and I know her, I don't feel like she was trying to show out. Mm. And he was feeling it. And I was like, and because he was feeling the situation, it turned me on. Mm. So I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Let's shake it like, out. Oh, I was like, so, oh, you like it? Are you like that? Oh, well, what, what you going to do about it? And so he was like, well, what can I do about it? Whatever you want to do. What's up? <laughs> and so he started while she was dancing. Um, she, he started like dancing with her and she started taking off her clothes and he started eating her pussy. Mm. So <laughs> I, I wasn't nowhere near about to eat no pussy at that oh. time in my life. <laughs> so. I started sucking on her titties. Mm -hmm. I started sucking on her titties while he was eating her pussy. He got on the bed. Me and her started sucking his dick at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it was like this. Hot. And then I got on the couch and both of them started giving me head. <laughs> and That's sickening. I love it. It, it was, it, all, it was like a, a th oral sex threesome. It was no kind of penetration. He tried to, he tried to penetrate her, but... He tried to pull the condom off. He tried to be real slick. Oh. We put the condom on him because we was down for it, but then he tried to do the slide the condom that off type of shit. shit. And that turned the whole mood, so it actually stopped the threesome. Did, 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 they, did they make... Did, was it a bear skin type of situation? It was... When the it was a bare skin oral situation, Ultra thin but, but he put the condom on and we was like, oh, you know, we like we right. seventeen and we knew about safe sex, so we like put the condom on, Girl. and so, but while I'm watching him, I'm like, nigga. <laughs> Why are you trying to slide the condom off? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you done fucked up the whole mood. How like, was he? he was, at the time, me and her was 17 and he was 20. No. Grown. 20, he was grown, grown, but this happens. It's real life. Yeah. Um, he was 26. Oh. Oh, okay. He wow. was 26. And so. He just was being real extra, and him trying to take the condom off just fucked the mood up for me and her both. So we like, oh, nigga, you done fucked it up. Get out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 So the whole session stopped. Nobody actually nuts. It just was a fun. So that was the first time I had, like, a threesome situation. Right. The second time, I never had a situation where um, it was with a woman again, but I had a, a situation in a client situation, mm. me and a trans girl and um, a client. So... I know me and my relationships, if it turns my dude on, that's going to turn me on. Yes. Mm. So I know that I could have a threesome with a woman. And now that I'm curious about exploring a woman's body, I know I could explore, eat some pussy. And mm -hmm. da, da, da. Mm -hmm. I'm not really, I'm not turned on by the fact of the idea of me fucking her, mm -hmm. but the Pussy eating part, I am a turned on by that. Mm -hmm. So I can see me exploring that with him. But like you just said, in my relationship, it cannot be in the beginning. It has to be where we already established that me and you are together. There's nothing to question whether we're gonna whether this is gonna fuck up our relationship. There's there's not there's no way for me to feel any kind of insecurities where if I bring somebody in, I'm questioning like, yeah, you like cis women now, right. or or anything that triggers my dysphoria or triggers my insecurity about me mm -hmm. so once we have established and we've been together for a long time then I can see myself bringing right. somebody in and playing with that but yeah, usually people really do that important. in I have, marriages and shit I have always said though like cause I've never had a threesome so my ideal threesome would be with 
two strangers. Oh, like maybe really? like a drunken night in like Italy or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, somewhere Italy. just really spicy, like maybe Miami. Just eat somewhere that's not home mm-hmm. with just two strangers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would prefer like that because I mean, I'm a Scorpio, so like I'm very passionate. And I can get mm-hmm. passionate with pretty much anybody that I find attractive. So you know, I think I could do it. Cause strange dealing with a stranger does open up the doors Ooh, of Lord. exploration that you can't with somebody you know yeah. or that's in your circle. Yeah. I can see that. Cause y'all I can. Like, go ahead. Y'all ain't never just been in the club and just been kissing on somebody. Y'all ain't know who it was. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, that Ooh. happened to me when I was younger. But he didn't know my sister was kind of scary. <laughs> but that, but that turns me on. Be scared straight. <laughs> that kind of sometimes that that nervousness in the situation turns me on. Yeah, right. sometimes it is a. Uh, um, That's sad, but it's an adrenaline t- rush. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's like yeah. And it then is. it's 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 a way. It's validating too. Like this yeah. is it's validating because. You are seeing me as I want you to see me. Exactly. You know, you are seeing me. You are treating me as I want you to see me. We ain't put the difficult, the novelty of me. Because even That's when it. you tell a trade your tea, when he knows your tea, now he's treating you like a novelty. Like, exactly. ooh, you're an alien. You're special. Ooh, da, da. That even if he likes you. But he's. But when you don't know my tea, you're just treating me like a regular girl. And that's just different. And so it is an attraction. It is a, a general rush. It is a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like going to the club and getting everybody know me and just blocking everybody. Who, <laughs> <laughs> like, child? Nobody uh, knew. <laughs> what what gay clubs do you go to in Houston? You know what? I have like, I haven't been to any in a while. Mm-hmm. I have been on the straight scene for. I've been doing my thing on the straight scene for a minute. And, you know, surprisingly, all the studs party with the straight people. So, yeah. you know, that works for me. They yeah, they party with the niggas. <laughs> that works for me. So we are at one forty. So the main point of this show was us to share um, some nuance in the trans experience. We wanted to share somebody who does not. Um, their sexual orientation does not match right. cis normative um, views of gender identity. This is somebody who is outside of the box in regards to the stereotypical trans woman. Um, so I wanted to share that with our audience just so you know that there's people out here that don't fit what you think you might think that they fit. Mm-hmm. I, I And that's why I've always wanted Jade on the show because I need people to know that woman fits on every spectrum and that you don't have to fit inside this box of what a woman is supposed to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm, for me, shit, just do whatever the fuck you feel like doing. Right. Wow. <laughs> don't be in the, we did not come out of boxes to not be free. <laughs> right. So go back into a box. <laughs> what do you want to share with trans women who may have, uh, may feel like, okay, I think I may be of lesbian experience? Um... I feel like you should just go for it. And, you know, you see a, you know, I don't want to say bitch. But, you know, if you see <laughs> if you see a woman that you like on any spectrum, film or stud or soft or dominant, I feel like you should just go for it. Mm. Look at Z is not. <laughs> Z is like, no. <laughs> so tell them where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at one, the number one self underscore image. And that's the platform that I'm on right now. Twitter, I don't have it. And, oh, Facebook, Jade Landhart. That's J-A-D-E-L-A-N-D-H-E-A-R-T. 
yeah. And I'll put all her links in the bottom. So she don't mind you sliding in them DMs. And uh, wait, I also want to say... Hey, Angelica Ross and everybody, if you still looking for a trans hairstylist. You know what? And, the funny thing know. is, Angelica, I in um I emailed uh-huh. her and um her assistant emailed me back. But I said I was in Houston. I don't think that they really bid it. I'm gonna email mm-hmm. them again and let them know that I will travel. Right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> So yeah. So all right, thank y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I know y'all did because we went. We always yeah. get we done went and we're everywhere y'all love for us to go. <laughs> so all right, y'all. Have a good night. See y'all next week. Bye. 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 Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing.